Today on the newscast, Iran, China, and Russia are making provocative moves while America's leadership is on the retreat. Get a Wars and Rumors of Wars update next. Eric Steckelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman Newscast. We've been telling you here over the past few months that the disastrous U.S. withdrawal from Afghanistan back in August would have serious implications on the world stage. Now, whether you agree with that withdrawal or disagree with it, it's pretty hard to argue with the fact that it was done in a disastrous fashion. So now we have some of those bitter fruits playing out. Number one, America's adversaries no longer fear or respect U.S. strength, and America's allies are feeling right now as though they cannot rely on the United States. America is not seen right now as the leader of the free world under its current leadership. Folks, as a proud American, it pains me to say that, but we see all of this playing out in real time right now before our very eyes. And my concern is that far too many people are not paying attention to what's developing on the world stage. We have three major crises brewing right now in hot spots around the world. Let's go one by one today. We'll start with China, then move on to Russia and close with, of course, Iran, what is happening, what America could do in response, but will likely not do. Number one, China. We've talked about the Chinese communist regime pretty frequently here on the newscast over the past few months, and for good reason. Just think back to that hypersonic missile test that the Chinese regime conducted a few months ago, flying a missile that travels five times the speed of sound. That's what hypersonic missiles do at a low altitude, capable of carrying a nuclear warhead. That was a wake-up call for many U.S. officials. And by the way, Russia is working on the same exact technology and, in fact, possesses that hypersonic missile capability. So that was a shot across the bow, so to speak, and a warning shot from the communist regime in Beijing. But we've also got this consistent stream of threats from China towards Taiwan. Now, everyone seems to think, at least many in the defense establishment and security establishments, I should say, that eventually China will make a move against Taiwan. Now, clearly, their timetable has sped up when they look across the pond and they see weak leadership in Washington, D.C. So China is saying, okay, Taiwan, maybe we thought 2030, perhaps we will make a move on Taiwan a lot sooner. Now, I would say, obviously, that move that China would make, and by the way, no one wants to see that. God forbid this happens, but it looks increasingly likely that China, based on its rhetoric and its military exercises and drills and its moves in that region, is looking to, in their view, bring Taiwan back into the fold of the regime in Beijing. But you have to think that China will not make a move before, obviously, the 2022 Winter Olympics in Beijing. Now, we're hearing rumblings today that the Biden administration is going to announce, and by the time you watch this, they may have already announced, a U.S. diplomatic boycott of the Beijing Olympic Games. What that means is that U.S. athletes can still participate, but no U.S. government officials would be attending 
the Olympic Games in Beijing, Winter Olympics 2022, which of course will be a great propaganda show for the regime in Beijing, I'm sure. At the same time, something coming across the wires today, China is looking to establish a military base on the Atlantic Ocean, in particular in the Western Africa country of Equatorial Guinea. China wants to have that capability to have a base staring across the Atlantic at the United States. So making moves all around is the regime in Beijing, to say nothing of its continued massive human rights abuses and crackdown on Christians in that country, moving from China to Russia. By the way, China and Russia have been engaging in some pretty serious military drills and exercises side by side over the past several months. But Russia right now is, according to all reports coming out of the Pentagon, massing troops on the Russia-Ukraine border, some 175 thousand Russian troops apparently gathering there. And there is plenty of chatter here in the U.S. that perhaps in early 2022, Russia would look to invade Ukraine. The obvious follow-up there would be, okay, how can the U.S. respond? And the most obvious answer seems to be through crippling economic sanctions. In particular, what about that Nord Stream 2 pipeline That would be one way, certainly, to get the attention of the Russian regime and Vladimir Putin. But that's a move that Joe Biden is very unlikely to take, needless to say. So China and Russia feeling very good about themselves right now. Russia obviously has coveted Ukraine and China, for sure, has coveted Taiwan and bringing them under their respective folds. And then we have the Iranian regime. Now, we told you last week how those nuclear talks restarted in Vienna last Monday, November 29th. Now those talks for the time being have essentially collapsed. The United States and U.S. negotiators flew back to Washington, D.C. on Friday and said, look, Iran just isn't serious uh, about re-entering any kind of nuclear deal. Surprise, surprise, the Iranian regime, its various officials said last week that, look, The previous Iran nuclear deal and all previous negotiations that we undertook with world powers, that's out the window now. We've got a completely clean slate, and we are not beholden to any previous agreements. Oh, and by the way, also, we won't do anything unless the U.S. drops all sanctions against the Iranian regime. So pretty much a non-starter there. And the U.S. is saying, okay, we have to go back to the drawing board, Europe as well. Iran is saying, hey, we'll reenter the talks, but you got to drop those sanctions, United States. So what we have right now is a very dangerous situation. I hope people realize if Iran is not going to come back to the table, that means Iran will very likely continue to enrich uranium at dangerous levels and make a real push for the bomb, for nuclear weapons. That also means that Israel is not going to stand back and allow that to happen. But by the same token, Iran entering a bad deal still, to my mind, makes military action very likely by Israel because that bad deal, if it's a duplicate of the 2015 Iran nuclear deal, it only kicks the problem down the road. That 2015 deal was a 10-year deal, 
And after those 10 years are up, Iran can do whatever it wants. It can break out for a bomb. So all that deal did in 2015 was buy the Iranian regime time and not only that, supply Iran with billions of dollars in sanctions relief that went to their nuclear program to fund terror across the region with their proxies to build more ballistic missiles and precision-guided missiles. So that is the situation we have right now, and Israel is watching all of this unfold. Last week, Naftali Bennett, the Israeli prime minister, called on world powers to pull out of these talks, knowing they're a sham and a charade. In the meantime, the wars and rumors of wars continue, folks. And again, I hope people are paying attention to what's unfolding around the world right now, because no matter where you live, it will eventually affect you. That's why we do what we do here on the Watchman Newscast, to be watchmen on the wall for you for such a time as this, these Bible times we are living in right now. Hey, folks, don't fear, don't fret. I've been thinking a lot the past few days and reading and praying Psalm 91, which is very clear that God will be your strength, your shelter, your refuge, and your stronghold. He will give his angels charge over you in even the most dire situation. Let me tell you, read and reread Psalm 91 right now. If you're feeling that uneasy feeling in your gut, Psalm 91 will lift your spirits and it will will remind you that yes, God Almighty still yes, still sits on the throne, even as all these wars and rumors of wars pop up all around us right now. There's a reason Psalm 91 is called the Soldier's Psalm. Check it out and you'll see why. Be encouraged. Hey, thanks so much for joining us here on the Watchman Newscast live stream this Wednesday, December 8th. Do not miss it between 4 and 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Right here in the newscast, bring your questions for our Q&A. Until tomorrow, God bless you and remember, never hold your peace.